Welcome to the WannaMakeABet.com podcast. I'm Jack Simon, your host. I'm joined by Marcello Latuca from Long Island. And we're going to have some fun and we're going to talk about some NFL football. Let's go. He was up by three in the red zone and decided to kick a field goal and give the ball back to Philly when they hadn't punted once the whole game. I don't give a shit if Minshew was in there. Dallas defense was terrible. He had a chance to put the game away and win by 10. And he decided to go up by six and give him the ball back with a minute 50. God, I, I don't like this decision by Josh. I think Josh McDaniels is a spoiled little fucking loser. You know what he reminds me of? You remember last year on social media, that little fucking guy on Long Island who's yelling at the girl in the bagel store and they put like those candy canes <laughs> on his fucking ears? That's <laughs> I do remember that. Do you remember that? <laughs> First shot of bourbon on this holiday podcast. Marcello. Yeah, I mean, we don't have many days left in uh, 2022. Thank God. Two days left. What a horrific year. I mean, just put this thing to bed already. <laughs> Hopefully, I can make it two more days. The market was open today, right? Yeah, mercifully. Yeah, it was all it was open. Last day for tax loss selling. Was it uh, anything, anything dramatic? Eh, nothing. Nothing different than what it's been. Just a bloodbath, you know. Yeah. Blood red, a couple mo, a couple things in there that were bouncing a little, little oversold stuff, but a lot of negative sentiment out there, Jack. A lot of negative sentiment. Yeah, what do you think about? Uh, is the mark? Is it? Is it a good time to buy in? Not, I wouldn't push all in. No, I mean, no. I, I think, I think we could have further down to go. Yeah, there's really? going to be a, there's probably going to be a washout moment where, where you have real capitulation, where people. You haven't really had that fear. You got to watch the VIX, the fear index. When that gets back over 30, that goes into the high 30s. That's when you know there's real panic selling. There really hasn't been that. It's been pretty orderly. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think the Fed is close to getting done what it's supposed to get done. And then hopefully, you know, he doesn't throw us into too deep of a recession or even a depression. And we can get out of this thing, start to rebuild. Yeah. Well, let's start by rebuilding our bank, our sports betting bankrolls. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, I am coming off a really solid week. Uh, you had a bit of a bloodbath. I was just tallying up our totals from last week. You got crushed yeah. in our picks. You were six and nine. I was 10 and five. Yeah, but we did very well on the joint picks once again. Well, yeah, we were three and two. We had the Chargers, Packers, Steelers, and Baltimore. Oh, that was four. Actually, we were four, four and two. Four Sorry. and two. Yeah. yeah, four and two. And we lost on uh, Denver and Cleveland. Oh, God. Did we ever? Denver was a disgrace. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's. I wasn't that surprised that the defense kind of uh, finally just waved the white flag and said, we're done. Like, we're sick of carrying this team. Right. Yeah, that I mean, that's that team complete disarray obviously they fired the coach finally he was you know listen he needed to go they don't like wilson um there's been way so many injuries on that team all year and you know even trading away chubb you, you know halfway through the year their defense kind of hung in there best they could but that's a team i think that's in basically that's like almost tear it down and rebuild it type of team i mean they're in big trouble yeah you know, it's, it's a good job i mean if you if you're coming in as a head coach and you're looking for a job i mean if you could land in denver i mean there's worse places to be it's a pretty yeah. proud franchise they have a good history of course <laughs> they have Same. you know they have good ownership 
that's a dream job for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but man, they were really, uh, that was some bloodbath. I mean, I couldn't believe how bad they were against the Rams. Have you heard any rumors about who they're eyeing as a coach? I really haven't. I haven't heard much about it at all. Um, no, it's interesting in a year, what a difference a year make. I was looking at last year, you know, I'm in this pick pool where I pick every game against the spread every week. It's pretty tough. So last year I won the pool. I was 157 and 115. Mm-hmm. This year I'm 119 and 122. Yeah. And I'm basically. I, 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 I thought it was when you were telling me your record last year. I mean, I, I, I told you that was like exceptional. Extraordinarily good. And yeah. I'll tell you why. The data that I was using last year, the head to head trend data was on fire last year. Mm-hmm. And this year it's almost the opposite. Yeah. You know, so it, it kind of doesn't matter what these teams have done historically against each other. It just hasn't played out that way. Well, let's and, get into the card. Uh, for yeah. this week. Uh, we got a full card on new year's day. Interesting week. I'm like, not no Saturday games. We've got a lot of right. bowl games tomorrow, including my Ohio state Buckeyes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like, slope i'm trying to like i I, it took me until yesterday to tell anna that the game was on because she was like well what are we doing and i was like i don't know or do we have i didn't want to tell her that the ohio state and she she doesn't know so she's like do you want to go over to you know our friends of ours invited us over and we're not that close with these people and i was just like well ohio state's playing that's the thing i mean if you want to get out of it you could tell them that like i'm having a friend over to watch the game so don't you have the early game no, we have the we have the freaking late game. What time is that? Eight? Eight thirty, yeah. That sucks. I know. It's just I hate, sort of like, I hate that they do it. I don't like that they do this on New Year's yeah, Eve. I was I was really had my fingers crossed that we would be the early game. Yeah. Um, but I guess because Georgia's number one and Ohio, you know, Ohio State year after year, I mean, we have so much political power. Like when yes. it, when it when it when it came to getting that fourth spot knowing how our fans are knowing how we travel totally. knowing how much money is behind the university and the viewership and the ratings, is in the ratings it's like yeah i was just checking the lines so i was looking for the nfl lines i realized there's no saturday games the, the lines down to six that want to I make saw that come. i saw that people are betting into the buckeyes wow i don't know yeah. how i mean i don't know how you're going to stop them on the ground but I think if you bet Ohio state, you like the money line. Yeah. And I either think they're going to get trashed or they're going to win the game. I, I don't see it as a three point nail biter, but let, listen, I'm not, I don't know anything about college admittedly. Yeah. <clears throat> so the good news for me last week is despite my, like when I picked the whole card, I mean, the picks I did with you that we agreed on is four and two, that's still a pretty good percentage, you know, 66%. The picks across the board for me, obviously weren't good, but what was good is I moved up in the standings in Megabucks, New York again, mm-hmm. because I think I hit, I mean, every Wong teaser I put in hit. I had the saints against your terrible team at home. Your I team, was going to say, I mean, the amount of Wong teasers, I hit everyone in, that came in last week. Everyone I'm came su- in. I'm surprised you're not at 300,000 points. No, no, no. Because I only bet five. I'm, I'm very good at managing my bankroll this year. I'm not doing that. I'm not taking the risks. Yeah. Doing 5,000 units per bet, period. That's it. They all came in last week, right? Last week was like the... the yes. I don't think there was a single Wong that didn't come in. You're absolutely right. And the Wongs are hitting at a huge percentage now, way over 75% for the year. 
Mm-hmm. I think Wong's, if I, I don't have the total, but if I, in my mind, if I had to add them up, I think the Wong's are somewhere around 16 and three. Wow. Yeah. I mean, just remarkable percentage. Yeah. Impressive. And there's three this week. Okay. Let's, so let's get into it. Speaking of Denver, yeah. they're the first game on the card. Are they? Yeah. I can't, yeah. They're playing at one o'clock this week, which is interesting. They're playing the Chiefs. Uh, they're taking some money, which is surprising, but this was, you know, up to 13 and a half. It's back down to 12 and a half, even though it opened at 10. Um, I, Who's the interim? What's that? Who is the interim coach? You know, that's a good question. I don't know. Their defensive coordinator, their offensive coordinator. Jerry Rossberg. Hmm. I mean, I, I, I won't bet this game, but I I could imagine I would put Kansas city in every 14 teaser under the sun. There's no way they lose at home when they have a chance to get the number one seed and Buffalo's got a tough game Monday night against Cincinnati. So, and, and, and listen, Mahomes. Last game they had him dead and buried twenty-seven nothing in Denver. Mahomes got got cute and stupid like he does in the second half. Sometimes he threw three interceptions and Denver kind of covered the backdoor spread. I I don't see how Denver has anything to play for in this game. I mean they they obviously quit last week on defense. They yeah. had enough. They, they you know they hate Russell Wilson. They have injuries all over the board. I don't see them competing. I mean I. I guess Sutton is still playing with Judy. So there you go. I mean, you have weapons, but you've had those guys all year and it hasn't worked. So I, I don't really, I don't know how you can like Denver here at Kansas city. Kansas city's not going to take them lightly. Um, I'd be stunned if they did, but you know, listen, the, the, you know, it's a big, it's a big number. And you've been saying the big numbers have not been getting there in December. So maybe there's something to that, but I would, I would lay the points. I'm going to lay the points minus 12 and a half for the purposes of what we do. Yeah, I'm just wondering, could, uh, you know, is the is the defense going to just say we're done for the season or was that they, they just decided to take last week off? And I mean, who knows what's going on inside that locker room? But I, Nothing I, good. I I'm not going to take Denver in this game. Um, I kind of re- like you. I regretted doing it last week. It The numbers, the numbers supported what we did, but we just we just didn't think they would not show up. Which is really well, I mean, kind of what happened the, with the Rams. Your DVOA ranking, recency bias on their defense was flawed, obviously, because they got torched by Baker. No, Mayfield. it wasn't. It wasn't flawed. It just and they didn't. Cam Akers, they, didn't uh, they decided not to play. I mean, what can Makers had three touchdowns on the ground. I mean, they did. They they couldn't stop a nosebleed. They were absolutely. They, they're quitters. They quit. Yeah, you can't bet on quitters. Well. You know who else quit last week? And we'll talk about it later. But like Detroit didn't show up either in the Carolina game for you. And there was every reason to believe that they would that would be a close game. But. Something was fishy about that line and we knew it. And you took Carolina. Good for you. And so Scott Van Pelt is one of his sneaky picks on winners um, mm-hmm. because the line made no sense. Yeah. You know, um, Carolina has been playing better with Donald. We know that they're three and one in their last four. They um, they do a pretty good job running the ball. You know, so, you know, the question there was, wasn't Detroit going to stop? I didn't realize Detroit was going to stop scoring. Yeah. Like Carolina's defense, like shut them down pretty much. And they never, even, even at the end when the back door was swinging, I mean, they had chances. They just couldn't move the ball. It was weird. Yeah. 
It's a weird so day. Anyway, let's 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 wrap this one up. I'm with you. I'll All I'm, right. gonna lay, I'm gonna lay the 12 and a half with the Chiefs over Denver. I, I I could not back them after what I saw last week and the firing of the coach. I gotta figure they're trying to just get a, get to the offseason as quickly as possible. God, so I I'm, think I'm so on Denver too, with you. I like KC in this game like 31-3. Yeah. Well, I, you know, it's like we both, the back door is going to be open. The only question is like, how open? I'm not sure it will be. I think this is the kind of one where the Kansas city gets out to that early lead. I don't see Denver fighting back here. I, I just think, I think it's a comedy of errors for them. They have no stability in the locker room, on the field, in the coaching, any of that. It's just been the whole thing hasn't worked and they're dying to get to 23. Yeah. So this next game uh, is Carolina Tampa. And I think I, I, I don't know if you remember, but do you remember the other day when I said, Oh, the lines are up at want to make the bet. I released them all. I like approved them all. And Carolina was getting six and a half. What a game. And I was shocked. I was like, Oh my God. And sure enough, the market like reacted the exact same way that I, I did. Uh, they took this down. Like it opened at seven um six and a half then went back to seven six and then as soon as that game ended against arizona it was three and it's been three all week it went to three and a half i want to make a bet but like in my contest i think i even have two and a half and i'm going to surprise you with what i'm about to say but don't tell me you're taking tampa there has been you cannot massive overreaction to um Carolina's win over Detroit and I, as I said I, I really believe Detroit after playing so well for six weeks they finally just ran out of gas last week and I actually like them against Chicago and we'll talk about that later but I actually believe that there's a lot of value in taking Tampa at three or under three um I think this is like to win the NFC South I don't I don't think Carolina is going to do it I think Tom Brady in a situation like this where he's at home, the defense is going to show up and he'll figure out a way to get the ball, you know, as, as painful as that offense has been to watch all fat and fat Lenny with the check down passes, getting four yards. It's, it's still going to happen, but I just feel like it's time for them to make their push they're going to get into the playoffs. They're going to win the South. And this is an amazing contrarian position to the market. And I love Tampa tomorrow or on Sunday. Okay. I don't know what well, you think. Welcome aboard. Really? Um, we've, You're we've on known, we, yeah. We've known that Tampa was going to be in the situation the whole year where they were basically just kind of, you know, for, for Brady and them, like they know they, they know they're in the position to win this division. They knew they had this game at home. They kind of muddled their way through the season with a lot of injuries and some bad play. And that game in Arizona was fucking farce. I mean, they were horrible. I know. They were lucky to win the game. I had a minus one and a half and I was sweating and cursing and screaming because they are so inept. And, but oh, you Devontae, had them in one of your Wongs. Yeah, it was a Wong. Oh, wow. Seven and a half down to one and a half. I had him in two Wongs. Yeah. Um, but you know what? I think you're right here. I think, I think the linebacker play will be good. Um, they're getting healthier also. Um, the, other, the only thing that scares me is, listen, Ka Carolina does a nice job of running the ball. They've also been scoring. They score 27 points a game um, the last four games, and they're running the ball down people's throats. 
and Darnold is not really turning it over. So it gives me a little bit of a pause. Can they go on the road against Brady and do it in a big spot? I mean, I don't see it. I don't see Carolina as being able to do that. Um, yeah, and I also I think like these guys like Vita Vea is going to be healthy. Winfield's going to find a way to get onto the field. Like these guys who have been, yeah, it matters. Getting that, healthier, yeah, it matters. Um, you know, I, I the receivers have been so bad. Brady's, I mean, God, he looks so bad the other night. Brady's been bad. He's been terrible. Wow, has he been awful? But you know what? To win a game at home against a division rival, I mean, Carolina, Carolina beat them the first time, right? They they smashed them. At home, I believe that was yeah, a yeah, big win yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah, I don't see I don't see Carolina sweeping them. So I'm I'm going to take Tampa here too. I I don't know, you know, it's going to be a dog fight to cover that two and a half. I mean, uh, Tampa doesn't cover against anybody, but yeah, but I, I just, like them this I, I like them this week. I've I've liked them all year, and I've been pretty wrong. I mean, I've been lucky to walk away a few times on the money line with them where they sh- arguably shouldn't have won the game. You know. Um, and I'm going to stick with him here. I can't imagine Brady blowing this opportunity. I can't imagine uh, Bulls not having the defense ready despite his inability as a head coach. I, I think they'll do enough to get past uh, Carolina in what I think would be a low-scoring game uh, despite the fact that Carolina has been scoring a lot of points. I, I see this as being really tight and um, – you know, maybe a kind of game that that suck up can win at the end with a field goal, you know, in a low scoring 20 to 17 type of game. Yeah. Okay. So we're on the same page. Wow. Two in a row. Two wow. Out of the gate, two in a row. It's very unlike us. I know. I know. <clears throat> um, I just want to see, I want to make sure that my lines at want to make a bet.com are not posted for the following week. Okay, good. Um, let's move on to game number three, which is the Colts at the Giants. <sighs> What's this line? Six? It's five and a half. Five and uh, a half. Three and a half. It jumped up the other day, I guess, because of the... Nick Foles was so bad. Well, that must have happened. I mean, that happened. Let's see. That went from three and a half to five and a half on the 27th. So that was, what was that, Wednesday? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it was the news... So who is starting a quarterback? Is it going to be Foles again? Nick Foles. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I I continue to – I loved the Chargers last week, as you know. Um, they were one of my top five. You and me I too. agreed on it. And yep. Me too. I'm, I continue to, like, not believe how the market has reacted to this team. They're the worst team in the league. They suck. And they, I cannot believe people are betting on them or that there's as much line value as I mean, even the live lines. It was like, to me, watching that game, it was so obvious that Nick Foles was a horrible choice to put in a quarterback. And yet you could have bet on the Chargers at halftime minus one. I mean, it was crazy. There was, they, they cannot move the ball. They cannot do anything there. They have a terrible coach. Uh, that was an awful decision to put him in. It's it's playing out exactly how every professional, you know, analyst and coach thought it would. And I just can't. They're they're in my rankings here. They are at the absolute bottom, and the Giants uh, are not. You know, they're they're basically hold on. Like you know, their defense isn't great, but 
you know, Indy's the worst team in my, and the Jack DVOA ratings, the Jack power rankings. Yep. Um, the giants are 17th. Okay. So they're just below, but Indy's by far the worst. I mean, they have the worst offense, the worst defense, um, the worst rush. I mean, you know, next, the only thing they do well is stop the pass which they're top 10 in, but the giants don't throw the ball very well. They're going to be no. running it all day. If Saquon so. and they'll play action off it and they'll use slate. And you know, it's funny. You and I, you and I are going to agree on this one too. I think anything under seven is, is a steal for the giants, but yeah. you know, I don't, I guess the market doesn't trust the giants as a big favorite in these games. Um, giants have been in very, a lot of close games, the games they win, they do not win generally by more than a touchdown. So I just I know Zach Moss has had some success running the ball for Indianapolis. I know they had a 33 nothing lead in Minnesota in a game in which obviously Minnesota, their defense is is trash. Um, they're just not good. And yeah. yet their offense was able to come back and beat the Colts. And I know they were competitive um, even for three quarters with Matt Ryan at Dallas until I shut it off. And I think it was 20 to 19 when I went to sleep and they let up 33 points in the fourth quarter. So something's not right there. I mean, clearly the, the conspiracy theory about hiring Saturday was that technically, you know, they want to lose these games and get a top draft pick to get a quarterback, you know, maybe the kid, maybe the kid out of Ohio state is the kid they want. You know what I'm saying? So they're doing what they can <clears throat> to maybe appear that they're trying, but you know, at the end of the day, they want to lose these games. I mean, just ask a jet fan, you know, about a meaningless win at the end of the year cost them Trevor Lawrence two years ago. I know, so, but they're not, you know, I'm just saying there's other teams that are ahead of them that I think will get, you know, that will also lose, especially because who they're playing, like the Bears and Houston, but they're not going to, even if they lose these two games on purpose, which I, I don't really see them doing. They're not capable of winning. Think the, the market is overvaluing the Colts and undervaluing the Giants and the Giants, Maybe. right? Giants are eight and six, eight, six and one. They have everything to play for in this game. And they had a heartbreaking loss to the Vikings. They're going to be focused. They're at home. Yeah. They're going to. The Giants are a very hard team to lay points with. Let me just say that. I mean, they don't, yeah. they have no receivers, none. Steve Slayton barely made the team. He's their leading receiver. They got yeah. a guy named Ricky James. When he takes his helmet off, he looks like a fucking clown jester. You ever see his fucking hair? No. If he painted it, if he painted his face, it would be more appropriate. Or put some sort of a fucking clown out. Oh God! And half he the time catch. he catch, half the time he catches the ball, he drops it. So <laughs> Daniel Jones is doing this with smoke and mirrors. They do have Saquon, who's very, very good, obviously. Yeah. And you know, I think they have some people, some pieces on defense, even though they're not hundred percent healthy. I can't imagine the Giants losing this game. I have a number of large bets this week in Mega Bucks, New York, um, money line parlays, and the Giants are in every one of them. Wow. So if the, if the Giants lose this game, why not just gonna, tease them though instead of having to lay that kind of money, you know? You know, I am much better to do a two team tease. I don't cuz I don't want even I don't want even money. But you I don't want money, even money. Yeah, but in a money line parlay, you have to lay. Yeah, but you know but, I mean? but, I put, but I'm also putting them with underdogs. Okay. To okay. offset it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm getting I'm getting handsomely paid out if these hit. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. By doing that. Yeah. And I'm also I'm also eliminating. I guess the teaser would do the same thing in terms of giving you the opportunity. You know, um, the problem with the teasers for me is all it takes is one thing to go wrong. 
Well, and I'm just saying, I'm just talking about value when you have two teams that you like yeah. and they're both favorites of like, you know, let's just say five, six, seven point favorites mm -hmm. and you build a money line parlay with those two, what you have to lay versus just taking a two team teaser at even money. The teaser is the bet. Clearly. In that instance, if you only like two teams, yes. But if you like three, four, and five teams, and some of them are underdogs, that's a different story. Well, then you have to build round robin teasers. That's you don't, that's you don't offer round robin teasers. No, no, you just build them individually instead of like tying all those bets together. Understood, but yeah. you don't offer them on Mega Bucks the one the, the round robin. So we can't. Well, use we them. don't do it in an automated way, but you can just build them one by one. That's all. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Okay, let's move on. We're uh, wow, we're on the same page this week. We're on the Giants only because I can't see. I mean, listen. last week it was like one of us is going to do really well and one of us is not because we we did not agree on almost everything. I think it's very hard to bet on Indianapolis here. I think Nick Foles looked horrible, and uh, you know we know what his nickname is, and I don't think it matters how big he is in the shower. I think what matters is he can't throw the ball. Yeah, and just his time has passed. I mean, the yeah. fact that they even dragged him out, what was he doing before? He, he looks worse than Flacco. Yeah. That's like, you can't bring these old guys out. That was already three years ago when he played. Yeah. You know? um, okay. So let's move on. Same page there at Arizona, Atlanta. What a meaningless Yuck. game. What a vomit fest. Right. I mean, this is, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. Like who cares about this stupid game? The either JJ one Watt announces announces retirement. I mean, listen, the guy is one of the greats in the history of the game at that position. You got to give the guy credit. I mean, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, um, who's played through a lot of injuries, and I believe he was the defensive player of the year three times. He's been yeah. an All Pro multiple times. I mean, he's a dominant player at his position. Tomlin was kind of upset that he announced the retirement because he wanted to sign him next year and put him with the other two Watts. Yeah, and they're gonna give. They're done with uh, Tracy McSorley. You were laughing at him. They're going to give the ball to David Blau. No, McCoy's playing. He's out of the concussion protocol. No, it says he's out. Really? Yeah. No, I thought the, uh, as of yesterday, it said that McCoy was playing. No, no. This is December 30th. I'm looking at uh, Roto, Roto Wire. Concussion symptoms again. Won't play in Sunday's game in Atlanta with the Cardinals instead. That's probably why the, the line jumped. It was three yeah. and a half. What is it now? It is five and a half. Yeah, that's why the line jumped. Okay, I'm still going to take Atlanta. I don't know really? why. Yeah, I, I Arizona is a dead team. They're a zombie team. They're very yeah. similar to Denver. Zombie team. And this kid Ritter's trying to build a future for Atlanta. I don't, I mean, is he going to cover the number? Probably. I don't know, you know, but, you know, I like what he's doing with Drake London. I like yeah. that combination. I like them at home. And I think they have, they're a team that's trying to actually do something. And Arizona is a team that's trying to, you know, book their flights um, for Cabo. Yeah. Okay. So you take Atlanta. Yep. I'm taking Zona just because I think, uh, you know, like JJ Watt's going to be the Bobby Wagner of that team. And just like, he won't let anyone quit and they're going to play for him and he wants to finish strong and he'll get a few more sacks. And, you know, I think, uh, I don't know. Arizona has a little bit of fight left in them. And I, I think they got a lot it, of guys out me, too. Yeah. For me, this just comes down to one thing. And that is just like, I don't think Atlanta should be laying this many points. Of course, not to anybody. Right. Right. But okay. Arizona's got a lot of injuries. I don't think Connor's playing. I think if you, the two linemen aren't playing. I mean, they got a lot of guys out. Yeah. They, they, they're done. Like they, they, they cashed out.
You know what Again, I'm saying? Yeah. It's a throwaway. It would never make it to my top five. Awful, awful football game. The fact that it's even on is disgrace to the NFL, yeah. but it is what it is. And I'm glad, I'm glad we don't agree on it. Cause I don't want to be like rooting for Atlanta to cover in this one. Yep. Um, okay. Next is Saints Eagles. Hmm. Um, interesting game. I don't think the Saints have much to play for here, do they? Yes, they do. They can win the South. Oh, oh, they you're right. They're you. six they, and nine. Wow. They beat you last week. They're gonna. I think. I think they're a very live dog for me in this game. Yeah. Especially with Gardner Minshew playing. Um, Demario Davis is a phenomenal, phenomenal linebacker, the leader of the team. Dalton showed me something last week with that little combo that he's got going with that fucking number seven guy keeps coming in and running and doing and Kamara played well. And the saints defense is no joke, man. I mean, they're getting six and a half. Seems like a lot to me. The uh, I'm taking the six and a half with the saints and the the Jack power rankings. They're ranked fourth. Yeah. They're very good on defense. And I, I just think six and a half against the backup quarterback, you know, it's a lot. And, you know, you know, Philly lost one of their the best offensive linemen in the game, basically went down last week. He's absolutely not playing this week. He says he's putting off the surgery, but that doesn't mean he's playing this week. Jalen Hurts is not going to play. And um, and six and a half is an enormous number for a team that's, you know, listen, if they win, I think if they win and Carolina wins they're that's a meaningful game next week for them. They, mm-hmm. they can win this thing. Oh man, it's so hard for me to do this. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going against Philly anymore. Um, I'm going to take Philly. I just took think Philly that, last week and you lost. Huh? You took Philly last week and you lost. I had Dallas. Well, I know, but I saw, I mean, I watched that game and I cannot believe I, I, it, to this day, I believe I was on the right side. No I way. can't believe how bad Dallas's defense is right now. And they couldn't, and Mike McCarthy is so awful what he did at the end of that game. I cannot believe they won the game and covered. Like he will talk, let's talk about this now. You know, it was great. He was up, he was up by three in the red zone and decided to kick a field goal and give the ball back to Philly when they hadn't punted once the whole game. I don't give a shit if Minshew was in there. Dallas defense was terrible. He had a chance to put the game away and win by 10. And he decided to go up by six and give him the ball back with a minute 50. Yeah. And no the NFL. Outs. You know why? Because I six, was, I'll tell you why. Because a six point lead at home is better than a three point lead. Of course it is. But you don't is, get it. No, but no shit. But nobody does that anymore. Especially when you haven't stopped a team all day. Stop the next drive. Oh my God. I couldn't believe that. And one and covered. I thought it was brilliant. I thought he did the right thing. He took he he made so it so fucking lucky it, that they he made it. Him. He made it so that he made it so that if you go for it and you don't get it, you give them the momentum back. Then all of a sudden, all they got to do is basically get to the 40. They have Jake Elliott's a good kicker. In Dallas, you can make a 60 yarder. I've seen it happen. So he played the percentages the right way. He said, you know what? If you're going to beat us, you're going to have to march down here with mustache man with no timeouts against our defense and our building and score a touchdown. And you're not going to do it. I, I like I'm, I'm still I totally disagree with that much. The fact that they had timeouts a minute 50 yeah. and they hadn't stopped them all day long. It was yep. the dumbest looking fucking decision that I saw all day. And his dumb fucking face 
God, I love it to it. I was like this dumb fat. Loser. I love your passion. And you know what else I love the most about when that game ended that, that cha-ching sound and my Venmo ringing when money was coming. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's going to fucking lose. They're not winning the NFC championship. He is no. a horrible coach. They're not good enough. But by, by the way, they're not good enough to win the NFC championship. No way. They should Their second receiver is not good. They do have a good tight end. Should have backfired uh, nine out of 10 times. It was, awful. I got I got it. Listen, if Jalen Hurts is on the field and they get their linemen back, and that's a big if, Philadelphia should be the odds-on favorite to win the NFC. They've been the best team all year if they're healthy. They just are. Yeah, and then let's get back to this game. So I I like Philly. I think what they'll do here is uh, build a big lead. They'll be up 20. They'll score 21 points and 20 or 28. Really? Against the Saints defense? showed me last week. Uh, you know, he showed everyone really that um, that it's not all about Hurts. That it's basically they have a great team they against great the Saints receivers. defense. You think they're gonna the DVOA, the the fourth best defense in your ranking? You think they're gonna go storm out to a twenty-one nothing lead with with Gardner Minshew as their quarterback? I think they'll score. I think you're wrong. I don't think that at all. I think that the the Saints defense. If you didn't watch them last week against your team, your team had every chance in a zero degree day to win that game at home and you still found a way to lose it because their defense outplayed your team. Now I'm not comparing the Cleveland Again, offense to Philly, Phillies. I, we, yeah. I, let's not, let's not talk about that. I just want to talk about Philly and what they're capable of doing. And they have the seventh best defense and the best rush offense. And they're, they're third overall. And it's just like, this is a whole different animal the saints playing Philly than it is them playing the Browns. Who's a broken, has a broken offense. Like you, I'm not, I'm not going to compare these two. They, yeah, they stopped us and it was 18 degrees or 14 degrees with nine, whatever the hell it was. I'm not looking at that as an indicator for let, this game. Let me ask you this. Can you see the saints in any scenario winning this game and have Philly losing two in a row with Minshew? No. Okay. So that's why you're laying the points. I think the saints can win the game. Okay. So I'm taking the six and a half. Okay. Uh, I'm putting you in Saints, Philly, six and a half. Yep. Let's move on. Passionate discussion about those Saints and yeah, I love it. I mean, you really get fired up about Mike uh, McCarthy. Woo! Jesus, thank Boy. God I'm not a Dallas fan because he and he does it. He does it every week. I'm just like I just can't even believe the shit. He he looked like a a sunbelt coach at the end of that game, the way the look on his face is not really understanding what was going on. And then the fact that he decided (laughs) Mr. Conservative, I'm going to go up by six against a team. I haven't stopped once. They didn't punch all day. Yeah. God, I love it. I love it. Listen, um, Cleveland, Washington. Oh, this is interesting. Like I kind of feel like this could any outcome wouldn't surprise me in this game. Like we could blow them out. I Wentz, like I, I'm, I'm kind of pissed we're not going against Heineke because Wentz kind of like can be good when he first comes no. back. No, but I, I would never bet on them. I, I'm going to tell you right now. I have Cleveland in a Wong plus eight. Mm-hmm. I have Cleveland in the money line in one of my parlors. Mm-hmm. When you say Carson Wentz, I say loss. Yeah. <laughs> period doesn't matter what else they're doing yeah washington had their chance 
two weeks in a row with Heineke, who was playing well all season, yeah, to do to do what they needed to do to secure themselves a win. They lost to the Giants. They were not competitive in San Francisco. They were early, and they let it get away from them. And now they're going, whenever you make this quarterback switch, and I know you could say, oh, we're going back to the number one guy off an injury. Nonsense. Mm-hmm. Wentz has been healthy and ready to go for weeks. This is this is a desperate move by Rivera. And, and Deshaun Watson has been horrible for the Browns. Abysmal. Okay? But I will say this. This is... This is the kind of game. This is the kind of ugly game that the Browns can win. Yeah. By the way, I I totally felt that about last week's game, and you, you weren't watching, and I was actually I watched. I watched game. a lot of it on Red Zone, and I and I, I started watching it because I had the Saints and two Wongs, and it meant yeah. the world to me. But they, you know, Cleveland had every opportunity to win that game. We just couldn't catch the ball, and like it happened. There were more games than than our game last week with that frigid temperature where people just couldn't catch. Like it even happened in the Steeler game. Also fumbles. Yeah. Fumbles and, and missed catches yep. where like Njoku couldn't catch. Yep. Uh, you know, we were just dropping screen. Passes. It's hard to fault guys in that weather when you can't feel your fingers, but that's everyone on the field. Can't feel their fingers, not just yep. your guys. No, so somehow Kamara, Taysom Hill, whoever they were throwing they were it to. The tight end who had a nice game and had a touchdown, which I told you he would, Jawan Johnson. So yeah. he was able to catch the ball. So but what makes I get you it. think, like, I, I really believe our offense is broken. You just said it about Deshaun. Like, we need to go into the offseason and rethink how we're going to play offense and what and, and who's going to be on the team and, like, what we need to do in the draft. And it's just like, I, I just see this as a, a, a game where we're going to score 10 or 13 or 17 again. And right. I don't just I just don't know if that's enough. You think our defense is gonna is gonna make plays against Carson? That's what you listen, think. Carson Wentz, okay, has the ability to literally hand you the ball and let you run it in. I've yeah. seen him do it. He throws it with his left hand, he uh, throws yeah, it he upside down, shuffle, he gives it to the other team. I mean, he is and he's gonna be ice cold. Yeah, he hasn't played a game in months. Yeah, and Miles Garrett's on your team. And they're, I'm telling you, it's not going to take much. No one's going to be really watching this game. I mean, I know it's big for Washington, and it really technically doesn't mean anything for Cleveland, which makes me even like Cleveland a little bit more here. This is I hear weird. you there because it frees you up. Like, wow, we're, frees we're you up. out of the it. Pre- yeah. Pressure's gone. And now maybe Watson actually just has the game that we've been waiting for Watson to have. Mm-hmm. Right? It wouldn't surprise me. That's what I was saying earlier. It wouldn't surprise me. So I put, I'm taking Cleveland with the two. We're going to get two and a half, right? Yeah. I'm going to take Cleveland with the two and a half. And I have him in a Wong teaser with plus eight um, yeah. in mega bucks like and at Caesars. I like it. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to bet on Washington. I'm disappointed in Cleveland still, but I would never, I, I agree with you. Like I actually think we can win this game and, and uh, Jack, you know what, what happened at Cleveland was, they had some early season games with Brissett that they should have won and they lost. So that if you were in a position when Deshaun came back to be relevant and you weren't, you know, that you, you needed one or two more wins out of Brissett and Watson would have stepped in and be like, wow, all we got to do is go oh, nine and eight. It was all and there I for can... us. And like one yeah. of them was the jet. One of them was the jets. The, jet with the, onside, the onside kick. 
Uh, and then the other one was like Atlanta with the field goal. Oh, you lost lost, Atlanta. Jesus Christ. I think a handful of games by less than a touchdown or three. Like it was, uh, yeah, you're right. It was. Well, this is what I'm nervous about as a Steeler fan. What? Is I I think we're going to beat the Ravens this week and we'll get to that in Baltimore, but we have you the last week of the year. Yeah. And the last thing I want to fucking deal with is Deshaun Watson. Just ending your being Deshaun Watson, you know, just to uh, be a disaster for us. I mean, it would be the worst way to go out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, that's ner- the last game. I'm already nervous about it. You know what I'm saying? Even though you already beat us in our building. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, I'm sorry. We lost to you in your building uh, with right. Trubisky week two. But um, uh, that makes me so nervous. Uh, Deshaun Watson chasing him around the field the magic that he's capable of pulling off, you know, and Miles Garrett coming after Pickett. You know, I mean, it's just scary. It's a scary spot for us. This is, I'm obviously looking down the line. If we lose to Baltimore, it won't matter. You know what I'm saying? But, and, and I think Vegas thinks that we're going to be competitive because that line's come off three, which Mm -hmm. is interesting. It's down to two and a half which I find very interesting. I know, I know Lamar's not playing. We'll we'll talk about it when we get to it. Yeah, That's that's the night game. Let's move on to Chicago and Detroit. Yeah, because they, flex, they flexed us. Okay. Oh, for Sunday? Sunday night, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Okay. Chicago, Detroit. Um, I... Jack. You know, we can make this quick. I, I, just, I just think there's good value in the Lions here. They're a much better team. The Bears have incentive to lose relative to the draft. And I think that, uh, again, Detroit just finally hit a wall last week they they're such a good team and they finally just ran out of gas on the road last week against carolina and i think like they're gonna bounce back and what are they laying six it's six and a half for us yeah so no let's let's say five and a half because it just got to six and it's been five and five and a half all week was it yeah they were never laying seven uh no it's it opened at six and a half it it went it jumped to five like there must have been some injury stuff but um yeah they 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 were awful last week and i think five and a half for us is a gift i will say this chicago is the the overreacting to that loss that's all let me just say this chicago is running the ball really well mm. they got herbert back off the injury it's going to be him and it's going to be montgomery and it's going to be fields three-headed monster do you know how many yards on the ground Detroit lit up last week? Do you want to take a guess at the number of yards they let up to Carolina last week? No, I don't care. Uh, but go ahead, tell me. Three hundred and twenty. Yeah, I mean they get again. They 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 just mailed it in. Yeah. The, the by the way, the Bears are ranked are in the in the Jack rankings are twenty third. Their rush offense. So I don't know when have they that's because been- Herbert's been bad and. Montgomery has been hurt, but these guys are all playing this week. And I will say this. I have no, I like Detroit. I have been on Detroit literally all year. I I think since the turnaround with Campbell and they laid an egg last week and that line told me they were going to lay an egg. My inclination with you is if it's five and a half, I'm going to take the lions as well and agree with you because they are a better team. But and also the trends really like Chicago here, and the trends have been dead wrong. So mm-hmm. the, yeah, the underdog is six and one in the last seven in this matchup against the spread. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, and the first game was a 31-30 win by Detroit that they barely squeaked out. If you remember, Akuda had the pick six. Yeah. That Justin threw that game away. So yeah. I I like Detroit to really show up on defense here at home. Yeah. And I think they'll outscore them. They'll score like 27 or 30 and they'll let up like 10. Mm-hmm. So I like I would I would take in this instance, I like Detroit in the under. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm we're aligned. I, I think like totally. I don't want to overstate. Or Is that like, our fourth game that we like together? I like Justin Fields. Don't get me wrong, but I just think it's in this division game with with how meaningful this game is to the Lions. Which God, I love the their record is seven and eight. They're they're still very much alive Jack, to get that. Last I wild totally right. totally agree with you. Uh, this is such a good spot for Detroit to yeah. pound Chicago at home. Yeah, it really is. It's a it's a spot for them to play at home in front of their home fans. They've been a great team. They're on a great run. There's a lot to be excited about. They have the potential to make the playoffs. They're playing a fucking rival that they hate. Yeah. And they should that has literally that has historically beat up on them. And they should they should step on them. They should yeah. absolutely take advantage of them this week. I think Ama Ama Ra St. Brown is going to have yeah. a big game. Yep. Doug, Douglas taught me how to say his name finally. I'm on raw St. Brown. Correct. You have to pause and you have to say it slow. I'm on <laughs> raw St. Brown. Correct. I finally learned it's in the pace of how you say it. And say it slow. It's so fun. You have to pause and say it slow. I'm on right. raw let's, St. Let's Brown. Let's move on. Uh, Miami, New England. Woo. So this line is two and not playing. It's Teddy Bridgewater, right? That's right. It's two and a okay. half. And this line came, this line was three all week. Um, not and really. It's been two, I had two and a half. The only time it got to three was like briefly yesterday uh, on the 28th, but it's been, it was one and a half. It was two and a half. It's been hey, two listen, and a half. This is a, this, this is a game. You have to put Miami in a Wong teaser here. You have to tease them up to eight and a half. They're going to be in the game. It's not like New England is blowing anybody out. Okay. New England's faltering. They yeah. fumbled again, fucking on the three yard line last week against Cincinnati after an amazing, amazing second half comeback. And yeah. they, 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 Ramon Stevenson, the ball got punched out when they're going in. They lose by four. I'm getting three and a half. You can't make it up. Okay. And they're in, they're inside the fucking 10 yard line to win yeah. the game. And Stevenson's been, he's been laying a bit like, the week before he was the one who started the, I mean, it wasn't him. He's it wasn't he him. Did, it was, he did throw it to Jacoby Myers. Yeah. Because he thought Myers might have the sideline and he right, didn't have he did, it. He did pitch the ball. That was a poor decision. No, it wasn't. The poor decision was Jacoby Myers throwing it 30 yards backwards to Mac Jones. <laughs> and yeah. Then getting dirted by Chandler Jones. But listen, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. I think new England will win this game. At home, I think they'll win it by three or right. four. Oh, really? So I like – this is one of those rare games. It's very similar to the way I felt about the Saints last week, although the Browns didn't get it done. I thought the Browns would win by three and the Saints would cover in the Wong. I kind of feel that way about this game. I think I, I think Miami will be very competitive in this game. They're not intimidated to go to Foxborough. You know, they know Miami well. I mean, uh, the New England well. And and they're going to play hard. I mean, they're you know, Teddy is competent as a quarterback. They're not They're not – they're not going to feel like, oh, we have no chance because we have Teddy Bridgewater playing. That's not 
how Miami's going to feel about this. Teddy has done some really good things in his career. So he's capable of winning the game. Wouldn't shock me if Miami won it, but I still am definitely taking, I'm going to take new England minus the two and a half, but I'm going to take Miami plus eight and a half in a couple long teasers. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to take Miami. Um, I like like him to win. Yeah. I like Teddy. I think they'll cover. I think they can win this game. Um, and you know, they've lost three straight games and I think like, and new England's lost two, right? Yeah. But I just, Raiders and Cincy. Right. Um, and when you look at what teams are spiraling right now. Yeah, they really are. God, this is such a close game. This is going to be now. Let me ask you this. If the Jets don't, I, I think this is like the nail in the coffin for the Patriots. Whereas like, I think Teddy's capable and more importantly, he's just, he's got Waddle and, and Tyreek Hill out there. And and it's like, all he has to do is get them the ball. And like New England's offense is so bad. Mac is so mediocre at best. And he's hmm. arguably bad also. All right. I don't think you, they can you win know what? this game. I think it's, Maybe. by the way, I think it's a dead under. I'm going to um, take, I'm going to take Miami with you. You just convinced me because Waddle with Waddle and, and Tyreek Hill, and just throw it to him. Just get Mac it to him. Jo- you know, Mac, Mac, Jones, Mac Jones has not been great. And New England, suddenly New England is weirdly finding ways to lose, which is really bizarre. Like, it's I like, know. Are we in the, we in the twilight zone? Yeah. And remember, Miami's defense looks so good against Buffalo. I just think they're going to come in here and, and kind of like have their way with, with New England's offense. And like, I just, again, Teddy doesn't have to do much except get these two guys the ball. Well, they still have Mostert too, who, you know, in a pinch, if you got to hand it off to Mostert and Jeff Wilson, that's not the end of the world, but yeah. Miami doesn't really run it that well, but I do, I do see it being a close game. If we're going to get the two and a half, I'll take it. I think I'm going to go with you on that. Cause I know I'm taking them plus eight and a half. Yeah. So in this, you know, in this instance, maybe they are like the saints last week. Maybe they just go in there and win the game outright. Yeah. I mean, I like that. Who put won that in that? there together. That's who we're won both the first Miami. game. Did they win the game in Miami early in the season? Don't remember. Um, Off the top of my head, I do not remember. Okay, let's move on. Which is strange because um, I normally remember a lot of that stuff. That game yeah. is a blank to me. They must have played early in the year. Like it's a big disadvantage for New England to go there in the in the uh, in the hot weather. Um. Just one more thing about that. What I think is interesting about that is this, and here's the scenario I'm going to paint for you. You ready? Yeah. Miami beats New England. The Jets beat Seattle. And then the division is on. I mean, the uh, wild card spot next week is on the line. Jets have to go to Miami to finish the season. Wow. Where literally every single Jet fan from Long Island will be in Miami. Yeah, yeah, so true. <laughs> Am I right? You are, and okay, but it was twenty to seven. By the way, that game was on um, on September eleventh. That was the first and Miami game won it. First game of the year, Miami. Miami, won. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> okay, and yeah, and then New England beat us, beat the Steelers in Pittsburgh week two. It's like I, I knew they would. Yeah, yeah, and there's so much bad blood in this game. They just hate the Patriots so much from all those Brady years. Um, yeah. I think that I, I like to surprise me. And to your point, like earlier, I actually could see them losing this game and covering, you know, it's that kind of game, you know? Totally. Okay. 
Let's take so the two and a half. We're on the same page there. Let's move on. Wow. That's five for us together, I think, or four. Crazy. Jacksonville, five. Houston. Let's stay on them, Jack. Let's stay with Houston. They've been playing very good football. We're at home. The line went from five to three and a half. Let's take the three and a half at home. Jaguars are already looking forward to next week against Tennessee. Come on. Tennessee played, didn't play half their fucking team last night because they know that the only game that matters is next week. Jaguars are going to be the same way. Houston Why? is going to be. Because it doesn't, because basically. It doesn't affect. The only thing that matters to them is next week. Because they, well, no, they can't lose this game, Chalo. They can't be seven and nine going into Jacksonville. Yeah. Why? What's Tennessee's record? Uh, well, I'm just saying Jacksonville is seven and eight. They have to win this game. I'm asking you what Tennessee's record is. Tennessee's record is seven and nine. Thank you. So Jacksonville can lose this game and will. I'm taking Houston plus three no and a way. half. Houston I'm- is playing really good football right now. Their DOA on defense is top five. Mills is hitting people. Uh, Brandon Cooks is back. I And this yeah. is a division game, and the line has come down from five and a half to three and a half. Something is happening here that you don't want to admit is happening, and I'm going to I'm going well, here, to take here's the, here's what I'm, I'm taking the Texans. Of. Here's what I'm afraid of. And you you and I have seen this happen a lot, which is teams start playing well and then they peak and they win that first game. They finally won a football game. They beat Tennessee and now they're happy and complacent and the no, air has come out of the Nothing balloon. to be happy about. They've won two games all year. They're not happy. What they're saying is, wow, Finally, maybe we've turned the corner here. Let's keep doing what we're doing. I, I hear you, but and you don't think having the number one draft pick locked up means anything? I'm taking the three and a half points at home. Is what I'm telling you. Give me the three and a half at home. Thank you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going Jags. I think that it's. <laughs> I think it's going to be what I just said, which is Houston's going to regress to who they've been most of the season because they finally got that win. And okay, and ja- I don't and, think so. And I also am doing it because Jacksonville has just been playing so well. Like I really it's fine. They're the better team, and they're going to win the South. They could easily be the better team. They could easily win the game by three. I'm getting three and a half. The extra half is meaningful to me. I yeah. want that half. I'm taking Houston plus three and a half. It's a lot of points. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing there, but I'm going to lay it. It's a division game that everyone knows in the world of football that the Tennessee-Jacksonville game next week is everything that matters. They are not prepared for Houston. It would not surprise me if Houston wins the game. Houston has been playing very good football the last three weeks. They should have beaten Dallas. They should have beaten Dallas. They should have beaten Kansas City. (laughs) They should have beaten Kansas City, and they beat Tennessee, Yeah, which is not great. But that was with Derrick Henry, different than last night. Houston is a live dog in this game. Yeah, they're overall, well, they're 16th and Jacksonville is 7th in the overall. Um, But, man, I just think their defense, like Houston's, I just don't think they're going to be able to score. We might actually Venmo this game. I'm going to take the three and a half with Houston. Mm -hmm. We'll see. We'll talk about it on Sunday. But uh, give me the Houston. Give me Houston. You have Jacksonville. The line's three and a half. Good luck. Okay. Uh, Jets, Seattle. Love, 
love, love. And wow, this is this scary. Crossed over, this crossed over. Now the Jets are favored. Let me just do this. Did you hear that? That's me smacking myself in the face. <laughs> Why? Because I love the Jets. Oh, my I need, God. I need to punch myself again in the face. I do, too. That's a crazy thing. I really like the Jets in this spot with Mike White. I think Seattle has been dog shit on defense. They are. Seattle is so bad. You have the numbers in front of you more than me, but Seattle's defense to me is 29th in the NFL. They're lay, uh, recently, they're laying up, letting up 26 points a game. They're Mike they, White. Um, yeah, they're ranked 28th here in my power rankings. Right. Their, def- Mike, their defense. The Jets' offense under Mike White's literally puts up 400 yards a game in the three games he's played. Yeah. So I'm not saying that Mike White is Joe Montana. What I'm saying is, is that the jet defense is good enough to go into Seattle, which is, this is not like going into Seattle in the old days where Seattle was good. Seattle sucks and they're not good at home. I think they're, what are they at home this year? Not good. Uh, Their record is not good. They're three and six maybe, or three and I thought they were one and six, but I think they have maybe a couple more wins in that. Yeah. They have a losing record at home. Seattle has a losing record at home, and this is a must-win for the Jets. I think they've been dying to get Mike White back on the field. They're three they and hate four Zach Wilson. Yeah. Hate Zach Wilson. I think Garrett Wilson has a huge game. I think the Jet defense turns uh, Geno over a few times. Sauce has a big game. I like the Jets. I like the Jets on the money line, and I like the Jets to win the game. And I'll probably be dead wrong, and I'm sorry – to my jet fans out there that listen to this podcast, because I know they're very unhappy with the fact that I like the jets because I have been as cold as I've been in straight picks, but I don't, I don't see the jets losing this game. I think they win this game. I think they go to Miami next week for the matchup of all matchups, which is jets, Miami for the wild card spot. And they're going to need to beat Miami. And I think for cello, this is how this works. Steelers beat the Ravens. Miami loses to the Jets next week and the Steelers beats the Browns and we get the seven seed. Oh my God. And that's oh, by how the that way works. on this game. Are you, are you going to put Seattle in, in your Wong teasers? With no, I don't, I, I don't believe in the home teams with the Wongs. I only do road. I do road underdogs. I don't like homes. Yeah. Doesn't really doesn't work as well for me, in my opinion, with the home teams. Okay. In my, in my experience. Well, I'm with you on the Jets uh, for everything. Nice, Jack. Said. Yeah, I agree. I, I've, I, I'm like, there's something about Mike White and this team and the locker room, and they love him. Yep. Um, and the Zach Wilson experiment is over. Yep. And it's sort of like they played so well with him. Now, it doesn't change the fact that their offensive line sucks and he's going to get his ass hit again. It doesn't suck. It's just that they're injured. They, you know, Becton has been out all year and yeah. Vera Tucker's been out. They're missing the entire no, left side. They're missing the left side of their line. I know, but that's so, so he's going to feel pressure and he's going to get knocked down. And I know he's tough as hell and they love up. him for that. But yep. um, I think that their defense is going to be the key in this game. And I think they'll, they'll show up in a big way. And, you know, look, Gino had a great little run there in the middle of the season, but we both know what's been happening lately. And like they're not they're not ranked well in my in my like little power rankings here. They're ranked, no. you know, they slipped all the way down to 21st. I gotta tell you, they Jack. They were like a top, they were a top five team there in the middle of the season. I gotta tell you, on the you wanna know when it turned? 
the the Rams game or nope. When Geno Smith, when Geno Smith season turned, you want to know when it was? Yeah, when? When he took the sack and fumbled on the five yard line in London. Oh, against Tampa. Yep. Yeah, I remember. They that. have never, they have never recovered from that game. Oh God, you know what? That's a good point. Yep, I'm telling you, they have yeah. not recovered. He has careened. Their defense has fallen apart. Yeah. Well, that's I think a bigger story that the defense was playing really well and they they suddenly like regressed. I felt like in a way early in the year they were playing with a little smoke and mirrors, but Gino was playing very well. Gino at some point was was being talked about as potential comeback player of the year. I think obviously I think you got to give that to Saquon. I've been saying that all year. The guy, you know, he he was out all last year with the knee. I mean, to me, Saquon's the best player. He's the comeback player of the year without question. Yeah. Um in my in my opinion. And he has been all year. And I think Jalen Hurts is the MVP. And that's the way I felt about that all year. But I know there's going to be a big push for Mahomes. I know the league loves Mahomes and they kind of don't like Jalen. You know, it's weird. We, Jalen's got this weird thing about him. I don't know if it's a Philly thing or the fact that he got replaced in Alabama or whatever it is, but he's, he's underappreciated, I think, for what he's done. I mean, it's, it's a different discussion. For the discussion of this game, I'll say this. Seattle is really, really bad. I think they're the worst in the league against tight ends. And the Jets have two good tight ends, mm-hmm. right? They have Conklin and they have Azuma. So yeah. it will not surprise me. And Mike White likes to throw to the tight ends. What quarterback doesn't love their tight end? It's like a safety blanket. So yeah. in this case, if these guys are going to be open, he's going to use these guys when Garrett Wilson's doubled and when he doesn't have the check down, these guys are going to get in the end zone. I, I really, and this is, this has always been a problem for me. I sometimes I, re, when I really like the Jets like this, it's not good. They don't, they don't, you know, they don't, but I just don't see them laying an egg in this game. I think they're going to be very motivated to win this game. I, I think they're so excited that Mike White is back, that the defense is literally going to dominate Seattle. Yeah. And Lockett's out. Yeah. I was just looking Lockett's at hurt. They're, they're sort of banged up. I mean, Walker Lock- questionable, Homer questionable, Lockett questionable. Lockett's out. It's Metcalf. You just got to, it's sauce will take care of Metcalf. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Jets. We're both on the Jets. Wow, it's five games, six games you both like. He he's it's just, unbelievable. By the way, Chell, he 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 plans on playing. Um, he acknowledged Friday that the final decision will be made by the coaches, but he plans on playing. Just Tyler just Lockett. Know. Yeah, yeah, but he's not himself. I mean, he's really hurt. He is yeah. a, he is an injury. He's not. It's one thing to be hurt. It's nothing to be injured. He's injured. Yeah, like he's going to give it a go and do the best he can, but he's not going to be the Tyler Lockett that you know that he is. You know what I'm saying? Yep. All right. We're both on the Jets. Let's move on. Man, we're on a lot of games. Yep. Together. We're on. We've been good together, by the way. Our percentage together is like 67%. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's the seventh game this week. It's a lot of okay, games. Let's like. move on to none other than 49ers Raiders. <laughs> oh, poor Really? Derek. Poor Derek Carr. God, I, I don't like this decision by Josh. I think Josh McDaniels is a spoiled little fucking loser. You know what he reminds me of? Do you remember last year on social media, that little fucking guy on Long Island? He was yelling at the girl in the bagel store and they put like those candy canes <laughs> on his fucking ears. That's- <laughs> I, totally, I do remember that. And he just you remember that? <laughs> that reminds me of Josh McDaniels, man. He looks just like him. And I think the guy's a clown. And I really, I mean, San Francisco is going to bury them. Stin them? Come on. I'm not, why are you even talking about this? 
It's a what lot are we of laying? points. It's 10. What are we laying? Nine and a half? It's nine and a half, I saw. Um, well, at Wana, it's 10. Man, it went from four and a half to 10. Someone it's making somewhere. nine and a half. That's fair. And I'll tell you, I'm gonna lay the I'm gonna lay the nine and a half. This is not a, this is not close. Really? I'm sorry. Stenum, this team, when you make a decision like that, unless you think, unless maybe you think the locker room doesn't like Derek Carr and and maybe Josh is reading it like, wow, let's give Stenum a chance and uh, no, Man. this is totally, this is nothing but a trade equity move, right? I mean, that's, you bench a guy because you, you're planning on trading him. And well, Stidham was and, with Josh in New England, you know, like no, Josh was saying, like Carr, I mean, Carr's numbers over a 10 year period are very good. And he's got a lot of people interested in him and you do not want him getting hurt. And he'll go out there, you know him, he'll go out and play hard these two games if you let him. And he could potentially get hurt, and they want to. They want trade equity, and they don't want that to happen. I think that's probably true, and I, and I think all, I th- I'll tell you this. I know the Jets. I'll tell you this right now, and this is so unbelievable funny because when you listen to the radio every day, like I do in this fucking town with these Jet fans, they don't—they're incessant the way they call in. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Every fucking one of them. Some of them you can barely understand what they're saying. They're hammered. It's ten in the morning. They're already <laughs> drinking. But the one guy called in today and and suddenly, let me tell you, a lot of them are on this Mike White bandwagon thing. And I, I kind of understand it because they do play better with Mike White. But like, is Mike White going to win a Super Bowl ever for the Jets? Like, is that something that you could see in your in your in your mind? Well, I don't you, Can know. you visualize Mike White leading the Jets to the Super Bowl. Here's here's what I think about that. Like, and and I and I heard something similar today on the way back from the golf course. The if he wins this game, yes, next week's game by because of his arm, and they win by twenty one, and they win by seventeen. Because what about Mike, if they just win? No, because Mike White lit it up. Then uh, then maybe, but other if 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 we don't see that, and maybe even if he does. I could see them going out and trying to get Lamar Jackson or Derek Carr or, you know, I don't know who else is is going to be a, a free agent after this year. But basically, I could see the Jets trying Jimmy to Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek. Yeah, to me, Jimmy, like, like, like one, of those, one of those three, because they're available, they, they may try whether whether he does it or not. But if it, but if he plays really well, they may they may be thinking, you know, maybe we'll just draft somebody. Um and try to and, and let honestly Mike White have the ball first of all year. they're they're not going to have they're not going to be high and high up enough to get a real quarterback in this draft number two I think this is what Jet fans are hoping for I think and I'm not a Jet fan but what I what my understanding is of what most Jet fans is hoping for is that Mike White wins this game in Seattle no matter how he wins it it doesn't even matter if he wins the game there's a lot of games that Ben Roethlisberger won his first year with the Steelers he had nothing to do with winning. He handed the ball off. He didn't turn it over. The defense won the game. Bettis ran, and they won the game. And you know what? They went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So you can you can do that to a certain extent. If you get a quarterback who every now and then makes a play for you, moves the chains, and doesn't turn it over, doesn't do anything stupid, throws it away when he's supposed to. I mean, there's a lot to be said for that. Yeah. You know? And a guy like Zach Wilson is not that guy. Mm-hmm. Right? But if Mike White is that guy, and that's what I'm disagreeing with you. Like, he doesn't need to necessarily light it up. He needs to do enough to win. The jet, yep. the jet defense needs a guy on the other side that's not going to fuck them over. 
No, put him in a short I, field. I don't disagree with you. If and give them all like the a... all these quick change opportunities where they they just sat down for water and now they're back on the field because Zach Wilson fucking coughed it up again. They don't. The Jets defense doesn't want that. They right. need a guy that's going to just play the game the right way. It's okay to punt. Don't turn it over. Yeah. Yes, we want you to do well on offense and throw it to Garrett Wilson and score some points. We're okay with it. If you score 21 yeah, points yeah. a game, no, I know. Probably, the Jet defense probably thinks that they can win every game if the if the offense scored 24, 21 to 24 points. I'm sure Sauce Gardner thinks he can win every single game. Yeah. That 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 comment about make the easy look easy was yes. was really kind of a slap in the face to Zach. Because what you're saying, I agree with, is just sort of like, just just do the things that you need to do to win the game. Right. Exactly. So I know the Jet fans want Mike White to be good. And I think I agree with you. If he wins the next two games and the Jets go to the playoffs, or even if it doesn't even fall their way, maybe, you know, because mathematically it could not fall their way. Maybe they don't get in. Maybe they win the two games and they don't get in. The point is, if you're the Jets, do you spend the money on Derek Carr next year because I think Derek Carr is the best guys out there. He would be very good on the Jets. I mean, imagine Derek Carr to Garrett Wilson mm-hmm. and these tight ends. And I mean, I think they'd be very good on offense. They're going to get the running back back and all this stuff. Do you, how old is Derek Carr? He's not old, right? Yeah, 33, maybe 34. Oh, is he that old? Well, he's been in the league 10 years. I got to figure he's 20, uh, 32, 33. Right, maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I didn't realize he was that old. I thought maybe he was a little younger than that. But okay. I mean, uh, listen, let's move I'm, on. Yeah. Packers, Vikings. I love the Green Bay. I love them on the money line. I don't know if they'll cover. I think they will. Um, you know I where think they Green- are in the power rankings now. I don't care. I, I, this is what this is what I think. I think that Minnesota's four. defense is dog shit. Fourth. I think they give up that Minnesota has let up thirty-one points a game in the last seven games, which is the worst in the league. They've let up over four hundred yards a game total offense against, which is the worst in the league. Um. Aaron Rodgers is amazing at home in December and January. He's won nine in a row. They're 27 and four, I think, in his last 31 games at home. He's only thrown two picks in that time and 20 interceptions. I think they're running the ball well with Jones and Dobbins. I don't, I don't, I do not see a scenario where Minnesota wins this game. I love would you lay, would you lay three and a half? I love Green Bay in this game. On um, I have them in every money line bet. And I would lay, I would lay the, um, I think the line should be two and a half. Honestly, they're playing a, a team that has a much better record than them. So if we're, if the line is really three, we need to make it two and a half in this league, in this thing that we do, because they're playing a 12 and three team. Yeah. Well, I'm making so, it. Well, I, I have it at three and a half with DraftKings. The line's three in Megabucks. No, I know. So you think we should? Okay, fine. I mean, it doesn't matter, but I'll I'll do it two and a half. But anyway, I'm with you. I for everything that you just said, I I totally agree. Um, and I don't think you know. La- last week, you and I, I've been tracking these guys, and I don't think people realize how well they're playing. Um, and that's why we liked them against Miami. But I like them for all the same reasons again this week. And I think you know Minnesota's overrated, and. They, you know, it is amazing that they do the exact same thing every week, which is barely win. But I think the, you know, the buck stops here with, with all of that. And it's, it's like time for them to finally lose a game and they could lose badly the way they lost to Dallas. Like they could get absolutely blown out. 
I don't think it'll matter to them because I think they're locked in. They know, they know what they are, who, you know, who they're going to play. They're going to have a home game, no matter what. That's the, that's the other thing is they, they yeah. don't really have much incentive. I love, I love green Bay in this game. I'd be stunned. And I mean, stunned if green Bay lost this game, Aaron yeah. Rodgers in December at home against a division opponent, he lives for this shit. Who doesn't need to win. He lives for this. Do you understand? Yeah. He is so, by the way, Aaron Rodgers not only is thinking about winning this game, he's thinking about not losing a game until the NFC Championship game. I know he's going to play wherever he's going to play. And by the way, they're plus. Last week they were 180 to one to win the Super Bowl before the game. I told you. Remember when I said you should get some Packers Packers futures yeah. just to win I'm the a, NFC? I'm That's a week probably late. Was 40 to one. I'm a week late. I just locked him in at 30 to one to win the NFC. Okay. And they still need help and some things to happen, but I still think it's a they're great not even guaranteed a spot. Obviously, if they lose this game at home, they're done. If Jefferson shows up and lights them up, I just don't see it. I think Green Bay's defense is playing very well lately. They forced eight turnovers in the last few games during the winning streak. They're getting, you know, the kid Jack, uh, what's his name? The number seven is playing out of his mind. The draft pick from Georgia is getting yeah. to the quarterback every game multiple times. And they're playing better on defense. And you know what? When you're in Lambeau, it's cold. It's a big home field advantage. Minnesota's defense sucks. Yeah. I mean, sucks. They're not going to win shit. <laughs> All right. I let's will be move on to the next yep. game, which is Chargers Rams. Wow. Wow. Baker. Baker. Where is this game? It's in L.A. Uh, well, they both are really chart. It's Chargers home game. Wait, so wait a second. A, they're both the same, it's the same stadium. They both, they both play there. Yeah, yeah. That's a weird thing. They're both at home. So it's like and, Giants Jets, and they're both at, on the road. It's interesting, Giants Jets. It's, a, it's very similar. So they share the Chargers the are. It's, it is a home game for them. So the so Chargers get a home locker room. The home locker room and the the home jersey and the. And but the everybody room. sleeps in their own beds. Like there's no travel. Right. Very interesting game. What's the line here? Six and a half. Damn. Hmm. Do the Chargers are the Chargers? Um, do they guaranteed they they clinched last week? Yes. I'm just looking at where they're ranked here. Oh my God, they're back to back over the last month, eleven and twelve. I'm going to take the Rams plus the six and a half. I think it's too many. I think it's a high scoring game. I think Baker will put up points. I think it's a shootout type game. But I think the Chargers will win. I just don't think they'll win that by that many. I, 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 I mean, I don't see the incentive for them to try and win by that many. Well, wait a second. Do they have the wild card locked up? They lock. I think they clinch a playoff spot last week with their win. The Aren't they nine six. in? Uh... They have. They have one of the wild cards at nine and six. I think so. I think they're locked in no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, so it's I'm, tough. I'm, I'm with you. I, I think it's too many. Me too. And I think it's like a very, it's an interesting rivalry kind of like, and the, the way the Rams have been playing lately, it's kind of like they've, 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 they've found something with Baker here. Um, you know, I don't think they're going to score 51 points, but Denver's defense is better than the Chargers. And Not I don't last know, week maybe heard, something's yeah. working. What do you think they slipped in their tea in the hotel, Denver's defense last week? God, man, uh, they were, were they out all night with like uh, Gerard and Beckerman in L.A., like Malibu and shit? What were they doing? 
Wow. I can't believe how many games we agree on. All right. That brings us to the final game of the day. Your Pittsburgh Steelers laying, sorry, getting two and a half on the road. My, this is my favorite game. The Raiders. God, I love this. I love this game so much every year. I know you love it too. The the physicality, the rivalry, everything about it, the nip and tuck, the the stuff that goes on. It's, you know, they beat us. They beat us in our building in a game, regrettably, where Trubisky threw three of the worst interceptions you'll ever see a quarterback throw. Yeah. He hasn't seen the field since. Um, but um, I think we're going to win this game. I know I'm biased, but I think the Steelers know. I don't know if they're going to draw any more energy from the Franco Harris thing. I don't think it can hurt them. I think they're playing for – they realize the history – of the franchise and the depth of the greatness of the franchise, et cetera. And again, it's Huntley. It's not Lamar. So that's a big advantage for us, no matter how you slice it. I think our defense is playing better. Um, You know, it's a tough night for Najee that Baltimore stops the run. I mean, they're very good against the run, but I think we make just enough plays and maybe Boswell finally beats Tucker in one of these games instead of Tucker beating Boswell. Yeah, and I think we sneak out of there. I don't know what the score is going to be. I have no idea if it's going to be high or low scoring. I don't really care. I just think we're going to do enough to get the win. I have us on the money line in a bunch of plays, and I have us in some Wong teasers plus eight and a half. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I just, it's so, it's, it's, it, for me, it's coming down to like, like I think Baltimore is, the better team. Um, But Lamar is such a key part of that. I'm just wondering if they can do it without him. Um, And I, I think they can. They've been squeaking by in some of these games without him. They squeaked by our game, 16, 14. They barely beat Denver 11, 10. I think it was, or something stupid there. Um, Yeah. I just think I, you know, I hate to say it, but it's always, it's always a field goal game or often a field goal game. <laughs> and I think with Tucker and his own building in a game, like with the opportunity to basically knock you guys out, um, I think they'll end up doing it. I think like you had your moment last week at home with the Franco thing. And like, I thought that was, I was so sure you were going to win that game. I said it on the podcast. What a comeback win. What a fourth so quarter great. performance so by great. Pickett. That last drive was something else. I think I think he's going to use that last drive and build off it. I think I think this is a huge moment for him and Pickens and these young guys in much the same way where it was with Ben and Heinz Ward and these guys to go into Baltimore and win a game, a meaningful game, in front of their fans and do it. Yeah. And I think they're going to be able to do it. I think they're good enough to do it. I think the fact that Lamar Jackson is not playing is a huge advantage for us that Baltimore can say, Oh, well, we didn't have Lamar, you know, yeah, we lost, but we didn't have Lamar. And I like us getting the points. I think I I like us on the money line and I like us getting the points. I think it's going to be close. Take the eight and a half and a Wong to the bank. Okay. I'm on Baltimore. Um, I think it's too much to ask for you guys to go in there and do this with, with, uh, with your young QB. He'll learn a lot from this game, but this is not the game that he's going to go and win. Uh, you know, he's got, he's at the beginning of probably a very long career and he's showed promise, but he's, he has definitely struggled. And I don't think he's up for something like this with this crowd 
Um, and this defense, it's I think it's going to be a long night for for our boy Pickett. I think he's ready. Okay. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna surprise you. We shall see. So you're getting two and a half. I'm laying. Correct. That is the end of the Sunday card. Um, do you want to do the Monday night game just because we may not do the pod on Monday? What is the Monday night game? It's it's Bills at Cincinnati, right? Yeah. Wow. What a um, game. Yeah. Bills are laying one now. This is like been hovering around zero all week. Hmm. Uh, they can still lose this game and, and retain home field, right? The Buffalo. I just want to make game? sure because I, I think it's dangerous for them. Now they lost to Kansas City, didn't they? Or did they beat Kansas City? Who has the tiebreaker? Uh, they they beat up Kansas City in the first game of the year. Remember that? So they can lose this game. Cincinnati obviously has been playing amazing football. Um, I thought they got lucky last week to get out of New England with a win. But you know what? When you punch the ball out, you punch the ball out. I mean, you got to give the guy credit for that, you know? So Cincinnati's playing great. They have all their receivers. Is Mixon back? I'm assuming Mixon's back with Pirine, the two of them? I believe so. Let me just confirm that. Since he, yeah, Mixon and Pirine both. God, home dog on Monday night, huh? Yeah. Mm. This I mean, is listen, I have to I, love I, this I, in your wongs. Well, uh, no, I don't love home teams. Again, I told you that. I don't like the road teams. But I will say this. Um, I have, I have, all I have had a bet since last before during the baseball season of the bet of the Bills to win the Super Bowl. So I don't know. I don't think this game is indicative of that. I don't think I necessarily have to pick with the Bills every week in order for them to win the Super Bowl. But I do think the Bills will win the Super Bowl this year. I still believe that. Mm-hmm. But um, but I don't know at home. Ah, man, this is a tough. This is a tough order for them. Um. It's mm. such a great game. I'm it's curious a- of your thoughts. I think I'm going to take Cincinnati here. I just think I like a home dog on a Monday night, even though it would have been better getting two and a half. I mean, we're going to get one and a half, right? Uh, yeah, we'll say one and a half Buffalo. That's that's fair because it was higher initially. I think I'm going to take Cincinnati here. I just think they're doing a lot of things right, and they're really on a streak. And it wouldn't – you know, Buffalo's on the road, and it's a road game. I mean, I, I – I'm going to take Cincinnati. I think it's a coin flip game. I would, you know, if you have to bet a lot of money in this game, I feel bad for you because how the hell can you handicap this game? Either team can win. Yeah. I'm going to go with Buffalo. It's a coin toss. I think they're the better team. Okay. And I think they have, they're just focused on one thing and one thing only. And like at all costs, do not lose this home field advantage because it's so critical for them and their, their Super Bowl run. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think they're, I don't know. I just think their level of play is higher. Their competition has been better over the last month. I mean, since he's clearly hot, don't get me wrong, but they could have easily lost the game to the Patriots last week. Also, yep. I don't think the Patriots are very good. Um, so I'm going to take Buffalo. Okay. And that brings our week 17 preview picks and analysis podcast to a close. I will say this to our viewers our the picks that we've liked together all year have been running at a, almost a 70% clip. So, well, I would I'll pay- tell you, it was basically I, I tallied it up where there were 25 and 16. 
It's very good. I mean, we're, you know, we're nine over, we're nine over 500 on the games that we like together this week. We like seven. We like seven, right? 25 divided by 41 is 60%. Yeah. 60.9. 61. Yeah. Solid. We're 25 and 16. Yeah. All right. So why don't you run through one more time, the seven games that we're on together for our listeners. So maybe they can jot them down and who knows if they like, some of the ones that we like, that's all you're looking for. Yeah. And I'll put it in the, when I, when I post the podcast, I'll, I'll put that. We agree on the following games, but it's a lot sure. more than we ever have. but Denver, yeah. Tampa, the giants, Cleveland, Detroit, Miami, the jets, the Packers and the Rams. Man, that sounds like a disgusting card. <laughs> Not really. Uh, sorry. Sorry. The first game was the chiefs. Right. Not Denver. Denver. Chiefs. So I, if you, you know, these teams that we picked, um, you know, they're good teams and they're, and some, some of them are good teams and some of them are just hot right now. There's no way that anyone in survivor still has Kansas city alive, but if you're lucky enough to be in survivor and have Kansas city, you have to take them at home against Denver. Yeah. All right, my man. Well, happy new year to you. Happy new year to all of our listeners. Good luck this Sunday, week 17. There's one more week after this and uh, we'll be back with uh, with a preview show for sure next week and um, have a happy and healthy new year, my man. You too, brother. Listen, anyone who's in the league still, you know, remember you're getting 25,000 more units. You know, um, the bowl games are winding down here. They've been massacring people. I don't know if you've noticed. The bull games so much. Yeah. Absolute destruction. (laughs) So stay away from college. There's a lot of stuff in the portal. There's guys opting out. There's coaching changes. No one knows what the hell is going on with these college kids. Stick to the NFL, manage your units. And you need to be there in the end because when it really needs, when you need to be hot, you need units in the the playoffs. So you cannot win these leagues. (laughs) That's very good advice. And good luck to you in Megabucks, New York this weekend. Thanks, brother. I'm hoping to, uh, you know, I'm in sixth right now, which is interesting. You know, like I'm in the top 10 guys have been falling yeah. in this college. They just keep dropping like mm-hmm. it's like Tetris. They just keep dropping. You know, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> All right, man. All right, listen, man. you're the best. Have a great uh, New Year's with your wife. Good luck with Ohio State. I'll be pulling for you. Uh, the Buckeyes. Yep. Love to see you guys beat Georgia. I, I have no affinity to Georgia, you know, so hopefully you give them a game and you have a great new year and let's touch base. Uh, let's touch base. What do you, what do you think? We'll do the wrap up maybe Tuesday or something or Tuesday night or actually yeah. no, I'm at the Ranger game. Maybe Wednesday next week. Maybe Wednesday. Sounds good. All right, my man. Have a good All right, one. buddy. Be good. Happy new year. You too, brother.